coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida. You're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Happy New Year's, everybody. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to. But you should. We are a weekly podcast with new episodes coming out every Tuesday afternoon, which you can listen to whenever you feel like it, because it's a podcast. And hopefully you'll subscribe and give us a good review on iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Today, we thought we would have some fun and play bloopers from 2018. Our guest today is the owner of Engine Number no. 9, Jason Esposito. Engine Number no. 9 is the only official Blackhawks bar outside of the Chicago area. We'll find out why that is and talk to Jason about hockey and his food influences from New Orleans. Also, we have a new series coming up called Ask the Chef, where listeners can send in questions that will be answered on air by a local chef. Please send your chef questions to ask at stpetersburgfoodies.com. After that, we'll play our music segment, open our lunchbox, share our tip of the week, and have a gluten-free wrap-up. All of that is coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. So grab a snack, pour a drink, and relax while we serve up the show. When you think of engine number nine, what do you typically think of, Kevin? Amazing burgers. Yes. Very creative, very inventive, kick-ass burgers. But they also have a great New Orleans-inspired other half of the menu. Remember the gumbo I had recently? Ooh, that was really good and nice and spicy. I was surprised you finished it. I know. The roux is just so flavorful and delicious. Besides the gumbo, they also have jambalaya, a few sriracha dishes, and the hot dogs are awesome. And you can't forget the best fried pickles in town. And I am talking pickle spears. Yeah, I've seen you eat those pickles for your whole meal. Yeah, for my birthday once, remember? But what we're trying to say is check out engine number nine for your favorite burger and so much more. Yes, you will love engine number nine. They're in downtown St. Pete on the corner of First Ave North and MLK. And try the black flag burger and the chili dog. You can thank me later. Engine, engine number nine. Going down the railroad line. Today, for our New Year's Day show, we thought we'd have some fun. And in lieu of our normal conversational segment, we're going to play back some of our bloopers from 2018. Okay, once again, uh, welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies. That's easy for me. The St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. On today's show, Kevin and I will be discussing the dichot... The boot. <laughs> Usually I hit it in one take. Are That's what I said. Oh, <laughs> and rustic cute true <laughs> Rustic what? 
a preview of it on the website on St. Petersburg Fruit District. (laughs) (laughs) Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar is located at 300 Beach Drive in downtown St. Petersburg. They open every day at 4 p.m. You really must go to Anata. Get your ass over there, honky. (laughs) And today we're going to talk about something... That for some people will be controversial and con- that's controversially re- real. <laughs> controversial. Today is National Nacho Day, so that will be. Be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com, where you'll, where you'll find great info. That's easy for you to say, <laughs> bitch. That's where I mess up. So just like last week, I was feeling like tacos for lunch again. Of course, I love tacos. And Red Mesa Cantino is one of my all-time favorites. Cantino? Did I say Cantino? You did. <laughs> so Ted, uh, didn't you uh, earlier, I think you were telling me there's a new bar menu coming out? No, you already released it. Ah, shit. <laughs> uh, the hours will be the same as an order for to 11 during, no, 4 to 10, Monday through Thursday, Friday. No, 4 she, to 11. She knows better. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday. <laughs> so our hours, Sunday through Thursday, 4 to 11, Friday, Saturday, 4. Sorry, that was wrong. <laughs> it's 4 to 10. start again? Thank yeah. you. You know, I don't work there. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday through Thursday, 4 to 10. Saturday, Friday. That was backwards. Mm. I'm not drinking anymore. No more bubbles. No bubbles for anyone. All right, start it over. Start over. Our hours are as followed. Sunday through Thursday, 4 to 10. Friday, Saturday, 4 to 11. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) This is Jason Esposito for M. <laughs> I didn't screw up the whole time until now. I can't even say my own name. <laughs> well, I'm not a crook. <laughs> Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast New Year's episode. Today we're joined by Jason Esposito, the owner and founder of Engine Number no. 9. Happy New Year and welcome to the show, Jason. Yes. Happy New Year and thank you for having me. Happy New Year. Yeah. And this is for all the hung, hungover people. <laughs> right. I, I don't need it to be New Year's Day to be hungover, though. <laughs> it's like every night is like New Year's Eve. So your dad and your uncle are famous for hockey and you're famous for awesome burgers. Well, that's what I hear. Um, I would rather be known for both, but I got stuck doing the burgers, and uh, we've been here now going on seven years. I think we're having a great run in a, a great expanding city. Yes. And I'm, I'm proud to see what's going on. Right. Expansion's great, but there's also some limitations, I think, that need to be, you know, maybe thought of before we just keep building in a... I'm very proud to be here. Nice. And you're from Chicago? And lucky to be From here. Chicago, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Elmhurst to be exact. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I must have <laughs> notes there. Well, well that's, that's a suburb of Chicago. Yes. Uh, they <laughs> got been up there. 10 inches of snow the other day. I'm not missing being there. I, I left a long time ago, and Florida's been very good to me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, did you ever play hockey? Uh, never professionally. I got hurt young, and uh, 
just uh, I was always kind of left alone when my dad was playing, and I learned how to cook by myself, and uh, that was uh, plan B. So after college, went to culinary school and went from there. Nice. Good plan B. And yes. for, for those that don't know, Jason's father and uncle are Tony and Phil Esposito. They're both in the Hockey Hall of Fame and founders of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes. Dad, Tony, was goalie mm-hmm. for the Blackhawks, and Uncle Phil was the center for the Hawks and the Boston Bruins. And at the end at New York, too. Nice. Ah, right. Very so, famous names. I actually didn't know that until earlier today. Someone said something to me, and I was like, really? Yeah, I, when um, my uncle was looking to bring hockey to Florida, first was going to be over here, what was called the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, right. At the time, and the idea was to expand around St. Petersburg, but uh, nobody believed that hockey would work. I remember being in probably 1990, sitting at middle of center ice where Emily Arena is now, and uh, looking at my uncle and saying, you're crazy, this is... <laughs> cow pasture that's basically where we're in and there was not a lot of excitement going on and I really wish St. Petersburg would have took the initiative at the time to possibly keep them here because I believe it has made Tampa Bay I agree I, I love hockey it has changed the culture the dynamic and you know hockey's part of the fabric of of this area now. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Tampa would be without it, but I'm extremely proud of what my uncle and father have done to bring hockey to the South, let's say. It's, a, it's an amazing achievement. I think it's one of their best and grandest of their lives. Yeah, I agree with you. I, there's nothing more exciting than a, a live hockey game. I've been to many. Yeah. And you, you could see, though, how before it was proven to be a success that you know, one of the hottest places, right, bringing right. one of the coldest sports, but, but it definitely worked out. But Florida's also such a melting pot of people that are from the north, and why and wouldn't it work? You play inside. Yeah, you know, exactly. Inside. Exactly. I never have to go there and worry about being hot. True. <laughs> and engine number nine, if, if I have this right, is the only official Blackhawks bar outside of the Chicago area. Outside of uh, the metro area, pretty much, yes. Right. It's pretty cool. So when people do look it up, and we get a lot of people from Chicago, I don't know how they find it, but they find it. Right. Yeah, that was uh, sanctioned by Rocky Wirtz, who's the owner of the Blackhawks, to give me permission to use their likeness and market with them because uh, my dad still works for the Blackhawks as an ambassador, and uh, they're very good friends, and uh, it's a good thing for the town. And your dad lives local and comes to uh, Engine Number 9 once in a while. Yeah, my dad lives uh, in St. Pete Beach. He's been there since the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So they're a stone throw away. Usually Tuesday or Wednesday he's in there. I think it keeps him young and he wants to see what his son's doing and <laughs> make sure I'm actually at work. <laughs> so. Checking in on you. Yeah. Now, do you, do you also have a, a New Orleans connection? Because I, I noticed on your Facebook page it says that you speak French Cajun. A little bit. And I, I noticed that you do go to New Orleans. <laughs> I used to live there. That's where I did my culinary school and everything. I have my hands in a few things over there, nothing major. I've always wanted to open a restaurant over there. Ever since Katrina hit, it really bothered me. I went over there with the Red Cross. I did um, 
uh, what is it, like uh, a charity auction at Fresco's at the time I was at and raised $40,000 in about an hour and a half. Wow. To give to the Red Cross. And that that city uh, speaks to me, and that's where my food influences comes from. And I think the people are some of the nicest people I've ever met in the world. I've been out of it, so my slang and talk is a little off, mm-hmm. especially when I have a cold like I do now. But <laughs> <laughs> my influences definitely come from that that old school French country cooking. It's without a doubt my passion, and it's a uh, one you know one of the I would say one of the major cuisines that are becoming new again and fresh and being reinvented. Right. Can you teach me something cool to say in French Cajun? It's been so long, <laughs> not really. <laughs> it can be a bad word. He'd, he'd, he'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> Get my mom out CC might mean something bad. <laughs> so you had just uh, mentioned uh, frescoes. You, you've been here a while. You go back a little bit. Yeah, I've been, uh, in, I came to visit my parents in 2001. I stopped downtown. It was only frescoes. Right, right. And as I said a little while before, then came Park Shore, but I went in, had a glass of wine, and I walked out, and I was the chef. I don't know how that happened. And I went back to Boca at the time where I was, and I moved, and I was there until probably 2011. Mm-hmm. So it was a good 10-year run there. I think we were one of the best restaurants at the time. Mm-hmm. Times change, and uh, it was time to go out on my own. And at the time, you're talking about Boca in Tampa, or Boca? Boca Raton. Raton. Okay, yeah, okay. Sorry. I didn't know the I other side. Got it. Got it. So I basically had a glass of wine. He caught me into coming over here, and I wanted to be near my parents. You know, they're getting up there in age, and there was a demand after the fact when we opened Engine. I thought for the Gourmet Burger Joint. The mm-hmm. avenue wasn't here. We were halted for about a year because there was no gas down by our building. That was like eight months process. In that process, the avenue opened. Wow. If I would have known the avenue was opening, I might not have done it there because I already felt bad about being close to the Berg. <laughs> and who's a good friend of mine. Yes, and, um, Bill. <laughs> But it just happened to be, I'm nine blocks away from him. I'm nine blocks away from Steve. It all worked out. I think we get together, and it it satisfies the community. I think it's a necessary thing. Right. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're there because nobody has fried pickles like you. <laughs> Thank you. See, I already, already got that in. <laughs> <laughs> I think twice. <laughs> awesome. I should have brought some. Oh, yeah. Maybe next time. So why don't we take a short break and then we'll get into engine number nine and some of our favorite menu items like the fried fried pickles. pickles. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, we'll be right back. Here in beautiful St. Petersburg, we have so many great restaurants to choose from. I was just thinking about where to take Kevin for his birthday and I decided on Anata. They make everyday visits special, so I'm confident his birthday dinner will be outstanding. The service, selection, and attention to detail are what stand out the most about Anada and what really weighed into my decision. But make no mistake, Anada is a local's favorite for every day and need not be reserved for that special occasion. 
So if you haven't been lately, I encourage you to do so for their unparalleled wine selection, cheese and charcuterie, and creative and scrumptious flatbreads, pastas, entrees, and specials. So I will say it again, you really must go to Anata. Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar is located at 300 Beach Drive in downtown St. Petersburg. They open every day at 4 p.m. Go to Anata. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. We're here with Jason Esposito of Engine Number no. 9 and formerly Engine Rose. Tell yes. us what happened with Engine Rose. How long, how long were they actually open? And We were open about two and a half years. I looked at the blueprints for the development of down in that area. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot supposed to happen, which kind of didn't. Right. What's actually breaking ground now, four or five years later. Right. I love the idea, but then having an outside restaurant, freestanding is very difficult, I think. Especially I, in Florida, yeah. When the first year, I mean, it rained, I could tell you, a hundred and sometimes in a row. Because mm-hmm. trust me, I was the one paying the bills. <laughs> I wanted it to be the dog-friendly, the outdoor version of Engine. Right. Because... Over there, we really are at a busy corner, a dangerous corner. It was a great idea. It was more like carnival food. We're easy to make, just be able to use our minds and have fun with it. But the fun stops when it's 100 degrees and you're trying to uh, cook out of a basically a toaster. Right. If if you want to say that. And it it evolved into a lot more than we were ready for. Right. With the development not happening, it came a choice the same week that I had to renew both engine and engine rows. Mm-hmm. Double rent, triple rent on one. Oh, jeez. So the choice was made to, I could do it again and I will do it again. Right. I, didn't, I went out, you know, just slowly closed it, not some big tearful goodbye. Right. And it, to me, it wasn't a failure. It just, I had to... Worry about the mothership. Right. Whether or not, you know, Engine's only a 75-seat restaurant. Engine is a machine that accumulates a lot of product. Right. And it, you'd be amazed how much that little place does. But it just it took too much for me to go back and forth and to make it do, and to do it right. Right. So right. It, it was time and obviously money and issues there. But mm-hmm. I had a good time and uh, you'll see it again. Good. We're glad to hear that. How did you come up with the name Engine Number 9? Engine Number 9 is a nursery rhyme. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it also is a song. The building at the time was red that looked like a fire engine, and it was on the corner of 9th Street. For some reason, I heard the song Engine Number 9, and I said, that'd be a good name for that restaurant. It took us a year to figure out a name. Can you oh, sing? Wow. Can you sing a song for us? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a, no. <laughs> engine, engine number nine, going down the railroad line. And it just kind of all fit. We're on the corner of number nine, and engine number nine has always been associated with fire trucks, but always in the worst part of town. Right. Engine 9 at the time was considered the bad part of town right. when we first opened. People still think we're in a horrible area of crime and it's crazy. <laughs> so it was like, you know, the, the worst of the fire trucks or the bad area. 
and it just kind of fit. It was quirky, and if you say it in like a a Dr. Seuss kind of rhyme, it just was funny, and that's what we stuck with. Kind of an awkward group of people coming together, doing uh, something that worked. So how did, uh, just out of curiosity, how did you pick Rose for the other your other engine project? My favorite bar in the world is Aaron Rose in New Orleans. In New Orleans, Orleans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's, that's pretty much, I think, where I wrote the menu for nine mm-hmm. over a weekend or two. It never closed. They never kicked me out. <laughs> um, so that was actually to pay homage to them because so much insight came to me from that city and me sitting at that table. Kind of like, you know, some poet sitting there doing his own thing in a bar, and that's what he remembers. And I remember the time and everything I did at, at that that week when I put it all together. It took, you know, obviously a lot more to right. it, but, right. you know, that's where it came from. And uh, That's a great story. Yeah, it is kind of poetic, too. those guys. Yeah. 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 So, uh, just for the people that don't know, Engine Number 9, it's a gourmet burger joint slash sports bar with very hearty, unique burgers that you definitely won't find anywhere else. No. On the corner of 1st Ave North and 9th Street North, or MLK. Right. And so, yeah, definitely known for burgers and some amazing burgers. And I have some favorites, and Lori has some favorites. But also, it's a diverse menu, not just burgers. The chili dog is one of my favorites, actually. Sometimes I go to Engine, and I'm like, I feel like I'm breaking a rule by not getting a hamburger because I get the chili dog, but it's so good. There's gumbo, there's chili, short ribs, a sriracha salmon. Keep that it's in mind. It's one of our most popular. Is it? A porcini mushroom ravioli. That one I have to try. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried, tried that. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah, because uh, then come the burgers. Yeah, yeah I the, mean, obviously the burgers were the major aspect, but I wanted a little sports bar where you could bring a date, mm-hmm. have a glass of wine. You know, that isn't a screw top, even though it's <laughs> not a bad thing now. But, right. You know, not a, a loud, ruckusy place. Unfortunately, it is loud and ruckusy on hockey, hockey night, but... <laughs> You know, I just wanted a little more casual walk to neighborhood pub, and that's what Chicago reminds me of. And have you have to have a little diversity in, in your product. And, uh, you know, these are dishes I made over my 25 years of being a chef, so they're second nature to me, and they've always stuck with me. Nice. So, Well, I have to mention, as I've mentioned before, the fried pickles, because there's nothing like them anywhere in town. Or anywhere that I've ever had. I, I agree on that. Because they are actual spears everywhere in town. Well, I think there's one other place that does spears now. I think Second and Second does, but they still don't come close to uh, to engines. Yeah, and I think Ford's has, uh, they call them planks. Oh, right, right, right. So they're, But engines are still the best. Yes, definitely the best. I know there's some secret you're not going to tell us, but... That's it's okay. all in the seasoning. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> well, somehow you get them so insulated that they stay hot. It doesn't matter. You could drive 30 minutes across town, and that pickle is still going to be hot. It's, yeah. I think we, we've done that before to you, and I think we forgot them, too, in, in, yes. the, in, in the to-go order, Yes, too. <laughs> that did happen. Well, we made up for it. Yes, <laughs> you did. Thank you very much. So that is definitely my favorite thing there, and I love the gumbo as well, which Kevin already mm-hmm. mentioned. So, um. my I have two favorite burgers. Uh, one is, now, before I get into this, actually, let me back up a second. They're, the very first item is the bacon cheeseburger. So if you want 
like a quote normal burger. You can get like a normal burger, but then there's more more kicked up versions. Uh, Black Flag is a second item on the menu. That's one of my favorites because I love spicy stuff. Cajun spices, blackened, topped with pepper jack cheese, jalapeno bacon, fire roasted red peppers, and Frank's red hot sauce. I love that one. Yeah, I know you do. And then the Don Carlo because I kind of grew up, but I'm Italian. My grandmother's Sicilian. You Dunk. should know who that is after then. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, tell me. Well, it's named Don Carlo is uh, Carlo Gabino. He was the head of the New York mafia. Ah, right, <laughs> right. In the 70s, 60s and all. Yeah, and that one has hot Italian sausage, peppers, onions, and white cheddar cheese. None of them say burger because they all have burgers. But yeah, there's a, <laughs> But like, yeah, there's one bad pig has garlic pork along with the burger and cheddar and a bunch of other stuff. I have to admit, I'm, I'm one of those boring people that prefers just a regular burger. So I've had the bacon cheeseburger yeah. and it's Honestly, delicious. me too. I'll, 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 I'll tell you how it come up. It was just things that I liked that I always, like I said, was brought up kind of alone when my dad was playing. Mm-hmm. Things I'd put on a steak and it just kind of, you know... Italian sausage, I think I eat two meals a day, every every day. It's just one of those things that's on every holiday. Right. You know, so it's not like these were gimmicks that people might want to say that I, like, looked around. I just, it flew off my head because it's what I eat and mm-hmm. put it together. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with being a, uh, let's say, a new gimmicky kind of place i don't think it's a gimmick it's lasted you know we're going on seven years oh no it's not a gimmick yeah and, and, uh, and these items have been around the whole time i have not changed the menu because it's almost impossible to change the burger menu there are a few tweaks here and there but the time you take it off it's like everyone's gonna go you know, crazy I, I just killed christ if i take <laughs> so there's also uh, a couple other burgers uh, that there's a black hawk for the black hawks yeah. The heart attack, fried, <laughs> fried egg, three slices of American cheese, four slices of bacon with plenty of chipotle mayo. And there's only really probably one on here that I'm not sure if I would do, but unless I was maybe really, the peanut re- really drunk. Yeah. Yeah. The 504 has, how do you get that name? The 504? 504 is the area code for New Orleans. Uh-huh. Ah, cool. Wow, we learned so much here about and it, this. And the menu, des- <laughs> the menu description says, respect goes out here. Creamy peanut butter, crispy apple smoked bacon, fully dressed. Fully dressed meaning lettuce. Lettuce, tomato, and onion. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Did I, you have that in New Orleans one time? Though? Yeah, I stole that from <laughs> <laughs> a place called uh, Yo Mama's. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just some little uh, hole in the wall that nobody would think it'd be good and... It just it kind of worked. Mm-hmm. The, the salty with the bacon and all that just really worked. And I've tried to take that one off because I have peanut butter for one burger. <laughs> and I don't use it anywhere else. But the time I tried to do it was the time they order it. So. Right. But it is funny, like the Blackhawk there. We get people that won't order it because it's a Chicago Oh, my or, gosh. That's so silly. You know, the the vision of passive aggressive people in this town is amazing. <laughs> yeah, well. they they might not order with their friends, but they'll sneak back in and have it by themselves in the corner. <laughs> That's so funny. So, what would you say is the most popular item on your menu? 
The Black Flag is definitely uh, up there. Mm-hmm. That's the really spicy one that you like, right, honey? Yes, yeah. that is, yeah. I'm surprised because a lot of people can't handle spice. At least we hear that a lot. Well, I mean, pretty much all of our stuff is seasoned correctly, is right. what I say. Right, it's, it's not that hot. You know, jalapeno bacon isn't going to make you go cry, but... <laughs> Kevin likes to cry. Yeah, yeah no, it's not, oh, it's not like, super hot. I man. like it hot, hot. <laughs> I'm getting too old for hot, hot. Now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't take the heat like I used to either. <laughs> Every once in a while, I, by accident, maybe. Yeah. Okay, we're going to wrap up with the lightning round. No pun intended. Right. I'm taken. <laughs> so this, these are uh, five questions, that are either or questions. And we, we ask all the chefs these. Well, when we remember to. <laughs> okay, olive oil or butter? Butter. Nice. Lemon or lime? Lime. Regarding pickles, dill or sweet? Dill. And fried. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on butter. Been ready now. <laughs> on butter, Kerrygold or Plugra? Kerrygold. Mm-hmm. Ranch or blue cheese? Blue cheese. Nice. Okay, bonus question. Uh, mac and cheese or buttery pasta? For me, buttery pasta. Nice. Ooh, that's an Erica Benstock question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew oh. up with butter and noodles. That was it. <laughs> I didn't like marinara. That's, that's awesome. Hey, well, thanks for uh, joining us yes. for our New Year's episode and showing up even with a cold. Yes, well, we thank appreciate you it. for having me. Absolutely. Because if you had tried to cancel, we'd have hunted you down. <laughs> I live two blocks away. It was <laughs> close. And now we know. So happy new year and thanks for being on the show, Jason. Happy new year to you guys. Thank happy you. Happy new year. We'll be right back. Merry New Year. Happy New Year. In this country we say happy new year. <laughs> Word on the street is there's a new fish bar coming to town named Alto Mare, and we are super excited about this new space and this menu. Alto Mare means deep sea in Italian. It's located right next door to Anata on Beach Drive, and it's also owned by the same owners, Kurt and Mary Cuccaro of Mazzaro's. They will be featuring creations from our very own rising star in the chef world, who you may know from Anata, Joshua Breen. The interior feeling, it's elegant, light and airy, has a coastal feel, and they will be featuring specialty fish entrees from different types of seafood from all across the U.S. They will have things flown in every day, fresh. They will have a nice wine list featuring whites and bubbles with a few reds thrown in. Look for Alto Mare to debut in the month of January. For more information and pictures, please go to stpetersburgfoodies.com and read the full write-up. In case you can't tell, we can't wait for Alto Mare Fish Bar to open. Alto Mare Fish Bar will be located at 300 Beach Drive in beautiful downtown St. Petersburg. When they do open, they will be open every day at 4 p.m. This is Chris Walker, and you're listening to St. Foodies Podcast. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. 
One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Today our musical guest is Tyler Costanzo. Tyler is a local St. Pete musical artist that crosses over several musical genres. His six-song EP, Opportunities, came out last January, and next month, February, his new album comes out. It is titled Not Like George, in reference to his last name being Costanzo and not Costanza. Tyler performs all over the Tampa Bay area. And now we're going to grill him, not literally, but on some food questions. And afterwards, if you don't listen to his song, there will be no soup for you. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Thank Welcome. you guys for having me. I'm very excited and to be here. happy new year. Yeah, right. Happy thanks thanks for working on the holiday. Not really. We didn't, we're not recording this on New Year's Day. <laughs> but happy new year anyway. Yeah. We, but, and we're also calling it the hangover show. So thanks for being on the hangover show. Fair. That, uh, that actually makes a lot of sense based on my last night. So yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like every day. So here, here we are with the uh, Fast Five Foodies questions. Ready? Yeah. What's your favorite food? Uh, mac and cheese. That's a very easy mac answer. And che- that's, that's, that's a good one. That's awesome. We've had that one before, too. I like carbs. Yeah. Like who's yeah, who's going to argue with that? Nobody. I okay. Think. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got right answer. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer, but that was good. Ding. What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I grew up in uh, a Latin family, so I do my best to try to like find some of the most authentic Latin cuisine. I really like uh, the bodega on Central. Mm-hmm. Um, I, nice. A lot of people go there for their sandwiches and stuff like that, but I go there for their plates. It's amazing. It's pretty authentic. Right. Nice. That's a good tip. So if you're always going there for the sandwiches, get something different and get a plate. Try something new. Get a plato. Right. There you go. Salt or pepper? I really do think that they complement each other both equally, but I, I like pepper. I like spice. Nice. Me too. Cilantro. Love it or it tastes like soap? That's funny. Yeah, I think it tastes like soap. <laughs> and it's even funnier because you're Latin. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's tough to deal with. I, and I have that. It's a gene, actually. And really? I have the same gene. And yeah, most people that don't like cilantro will tell you it tastes like soap. That's so strange. Yeah. yeah. Can you cook? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to be cooking um, my famous mac and cheese later today, too. We just recently had a Friendsgiving, so I made a bunch of it. Like I was feeding a tribe, you know, um, and so now that I only had like five bites of it out of that whole thing, I'm like, I got to make it again. So I'm going to oh, end up right. it today. <laughs> Great thing to make for New Year's Day. Exactly. So you have a new album, your first album coming out mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. So my first album is kind of a, uh, an example of how an artist goes about finding his sound. So you're going to hear a lot of different uh, variety of music out of this album. The album's going to be called Not Like George, because um, out of everything that I've been asked, it's just like, oh, Costanzo, like George Costanza. And I'm like, no, not like George. And I've said that so many times. Right. So now it's just, it's the album. That's um, awesome. It's going to be really is. cool. Right. Because Costanza and you are Costanza. Zo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Not like George. And yeah, you sent over a couple of songs and they were both, uh, I liked them both. They're both very different, but I, I couldn't resist. I, I listened to Lucky Cigarette first. And then after I listened to that, I said, this other song is going to really, really have to blow me away to beat out Lucky Cigarette, but, <laughs> but it didn't, didn't. It was a good song. But, so this is a preview. Uh, the album's coming out next month in February, yes? Mm-hmm. Lucky Cigarette, and it was, yeah, just recently recorded. So it's kind of in the punk alternative genre. Right. Yes. And, you know, I love it because it's fast, fun, totally politically, in, politically incorrect. I mean, cigarettes are so, you know, Absolutely. evil. Right, right. I mean, smoking's bad in, unless it's weed these days. Right. <laughs> That's not bad anymore. Everything's backwards. It is. It really is. And I like that you have horns to go with the standard guitar, bass, and drums. 
Are they synth horns? They are. They are MIDI horns. Right. Um, I do have uh, a couple of songs where we did hire a three-piece horn section to come in and do things. But I wanted to take Lucky Cigarette and give it like that playful like sound because it is it is a fun like playful song and uh the song was originally about my friend david uh we had we had a crazy night at my house once and i offered him a cigarette and uh this was in dark time when i was like smoking cigarettes um dark time. profusely <laughs> profusely um and uh i would flip over a lucky cigarette in every pack that i got and this was him taking that lucky cigarette and then all these crazy things started happening to him and so that night at the party with like 80 or 90 people over at the house, we sat down and we wrote that song about David and like to hear it come to life with all the music and stuff like that is it's, it's a really, it's a really good feeling. Yeah. It's a fun song. So, uh, the chorus, he fell into the fire and he broke the bong. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. He ruined every game of beer pong, <laughs> sang the wrong words to every song, seen three phone calls from his mommy, received, received, three phone okay, calls received. From his mom. that makes more sense. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lost a fight and he rubbed his arms? Broke his nose. Bro- broke his nose. Rubbed okay. his I was arms. Way up, I was way <laughs> off on that. Hey, it, was, it was early in the morning when I was listening to this and I was hungover. <laughs> Crashed his car and had to walk home. And then the first word on this one I, I couldn't figure out, but the day you won't regret taking someone's lucky cigarette. Yeah, learn today and you won't regret taking someone's lucky cigarette. Ah, uh, learn today. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So here we are with Lucky Cigarette by Tyler Costanzo from the Not like George album. Recuperate 
and asking all his friends How was I in jail? But how did all the parties end? Explain the situation again I cannot get it through my head He fell to the fire and he broke the bond He ruined every game of beer pong Sang long words to every song Received three phone calls from his mommy Lost the fight, broke his nose Crashed his car and had to walk home Learned a day and you won't regret Taking someone's lucky cigarette Once again, that was Tyler Costanzo with Lucky Cigarette from the album Not Like George, which is available for download on all platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon. So today for lunch, we went to Stillwater's Tavern, one of my favorites. What'd you get, Kevin? I had to try the Cuban sandwich because, you know, we are in Cuban sandwich territory and everybody has their favorites. And if your favorite is different than somebody else's and they're mad at you because you're wrong because their favorite's better. But anyway, all the times we've gone to Stillwaters, I have still never tried the Cuban until now. And it's it's very good. Yeah, you really it, enjoyed it. It's uh, it's a large portion. I actually could only eat half. Well, that's also because I was eating all the fries, too, because the fries are so good. So I, I like all the fries half the sandwich, and then I took the other half home and had that for lunch the next day. Well, actually, I had to take it away from you because you kept nibbling on the other half. Right. But I, of course, like last week, had the fried chicken salad. I had really never had it there, and I've always wanted to try it. Um, Very, very good. Buttermilk fried chicken, baby lettuce, romaine, sorghum pecans, blue cheese, apples and celery with green goddess dressing. It was delicious, and it's a very large portion. I think there were four pretty big... Nice yeah. size portions of fried chicken on there. Delicious. It was excellent. Yes. Check out Stillwater's Tavern on Beach Drive in downtown St. Pete. Our Lunchbox segment is where we read opinions and answer questions from our listeners. Please email us at lunchbox at stpetersburgfoodies.com with your opinions, feedback, and questions to be featured in this segment. On last week's show, we had a fun interview with Pete Boland, the co-owner of the galley. If you missed it, it's definitely worth it to go back and check it out. We had a couple of brief comments of praise for Pete. Danny Lynch says, nice, Pete, loved it. And Kim Duarte says, great job, wow. So thanks for those nice comments, albeit brief. New on the website on stpetersburgfoodies.com, we have a few new reviews. The Peabody, they are downtown near All Children's Hospital. They have some amazing food. We have a brand new review of them. Also, Gypsy Soul Coffee House. They've been in Reddington Beach for four years, and they just opened in downtown St. Pete on the 500 block of MLK. There is a new review on them. And our newest brewery, Avid Brewery, also recently opened, and we have a review of them. And it's pretty cool, as they're kind of a speakeasy tap house, or a little bit hidden. And regarding craft beer reviews, you may not know that St. Petersburg Foodies is the only local publisher doing complete local craft beer reviews. And when I say complete, I mean they include food pairings. We provide info like the ABV percentage, the hops and malts used, the nose, mouthfeel, and more, just like a high-end wine review. And we give you the whole backstory on the brewery, too. 
To comment on the show by email, you can write to lunchbox at stpetersburgfoodies.com. And for your chef questions, you can email ask at stpetersburgfoodies.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. It's the little purple icon on your iPhone. We are also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and a bunch of others too. And if you don't find us on your favorite podcast app, let us know and we will make sure to get on there for you. This is Pete Bullen from The Galley, and you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Since it's the new year, for our tip of the week, let's talk about restaurants and foodie New Year's resolutions. I think all of us kind of get stuck in a rut sometimes, and we tend to go to the same places and not really branch out. Same thing goes for menu items. So make a New Year's resolution this year to try, at least maybe once a month, a different restaurant you've never been to before. Same thing with restaurants you have been before. Make it a resolution to try something new. Once Once again, again, from from all of us here at St. Petersburg Foodies, we we wish you a happy new year. Merry New Year! Thank you for listening. And thanks to our guest, Jason Esposito of Engine Number 9. And thanks to our sponsors, Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar, Altomare Fish Bar, and Engine Number 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News, and our intro music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other podcast app, please give us a rating, and also remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly!